Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show, not only live here on YouTube, again, just search for Simon Miller and give me a subscribe and give me a subscribe if you're watching now, but also kind of live, not really live at all, on the magical world of audio. I always forget to tell you that you can listen to this on iTunes, you can listen to this on Google Podcasts, you can basically listen to it on everything but Spotify, I'm still working on it. I think I'm just going to migrate the whole thing eventually, which will probably kill it and we'll have to start again, but we do our best. But it's Tuesday, it is just gone 1pm BST, and that is of course when we sit down and we discuss things all going on in pro wrestling today. Got my hood up, just for something different to be honest, it's a bit like Raw. Raw was brand new, it was the season premiere, everything looked different, so when you turned on you were like, oh that looks different, I've got my hood up to achieve the same effect. Uh, Quick shout out to, um, well basically, quick little thing beforehand, Uh, it's the 1st of October today, which means it's three years since I left the world of employment and stepped into the world of self-employment. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who has ensured that I put this on Twitter too. Cheap plug at Simon316. Give me a follow. Um, But yeah, for everyone that's ever supported me, be it on here, be it with a super chat, be it on Patreon, be it whatever. Again, I've still got a roof over my head. I'm not dead. These are the two things that I set out to do as I enter my, uh, my, my third year. And thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. On that note, massive shout out to the people on Patreon again. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. There's a link in the description below. Two things. One, thank you to everyone that's been there since the beginning. You have no idea. This podcast wouldn't exist without that Patreon. None of my YouTube content would exist. If the Patreon vanishes, I have to stop all of this. So thank you so much. And again, just a quick, cheap, uh, quick, cheap shout out. If you could check out my Patreon, even just, you know, there's some rewards up there. There's postcards, there's T-shirts. Uh, you can come on the podcast, you can get a personalized message. I tried to make it a bit like a shop. But even if you could just throw $1 in the pot, it makes all this stuff so much uh, so much easier. People tell me I don't promote it enough. Not too good at doing it, so I thought, screw it. Let's just do the cheapest plug ever. Join my Patreon. There you go. More importantly, not more importantly, on the same importance, if you want to get involved in the podcast, if you've got a question to ask, you've got a statement, you want to tell me I'm wrong, you want to call me a bald asshole, you want to do anything, you can use a super chat. It's right down there, a little dollar sign under the chat. Whatever you say, whatever you put out there, I promise to respond to and I promise to read out. Let's get into it. I thought Raw last night was great. You will see all this and ups and downs, which goes live at 2 p.m. over on What Culture Wrestling. Again, make sure you subscribe to them as well. I had a really good time. I was loving it straight away because I love the new commentary team and I love the new set and I love the new music and I love that Pyro is back. It made it feel like a bigger show. And when Brock Lesnar comes out or Becky Lynch comes out or Alexa Bliss comes out and they've got uh, you know, something unique and special about their entrance, it gets me excited, it gets me pumped, it gets me happy. Thought the show you know, ran quite well. There were some confusing bits that we'll talk about, but I want to zoom forward to the ending for now. I don't know what that was. Like, I'm all for WWE trying things. I'm not going to get too much on their case. They clearly have an idea here. But it was just it was just so out of left field. It was just so out of left field. Like, we teased it earlier in the show that all wasn't well with Lana and Rusev at home, right? Rusev did an interview, and he said he doesn't want to talk about his problems at home. He said that. 
And then we get into Rusev versus Seth Rollins, of course. It wasn't Rey Mysterio. He'd been taken out by Brock Lesnar. And if you're like me, I'm sure not everybody is the same. But when you see it's Rusev versus Seth Rollins, I got really excited. I'm like, hey, cool. He came back three weeks ago, kind of in a bit of a strange angle. But we're moving past that. And they had a great match. Obviously, Seth Rollins is acting a bit distracted because he's got his Hell in a Cell pay-per-view match against Bray Wyatt on Sunday. All going good. All the stuff with the fiends flashing on the Titan Tron. Let me in. All good. All top stuff. No worries with any of that. And then Bobby Lashley returns. <laughs> and even that is okay. Bobby Lashley returning uh, is a surprise, right? It's a shock. I, I don't think the WWE used Bobby Lashley to his full potential, but he's still a big deal. He's still a star. Uh, I like him a lot. I'm a big fan. So, okay, cool. Maybe he's going to inject himself into Seth Rollins. Maybe we're going to have a few between Rusev and Bobby Lashley. That's all right. And then he calls out Lana. And at this point, you're thinking a bit like, Okay, I'm not really sure which direction this is going in, but let's just, you know, let's just let it play out. Even Lana, as Bobby Lashley's manager, would be okay. Like, it worked very well with um, uh, Leo Rush. You know, that was a good dynamic. I'm not saying that Lana would fill that role, but we've proven that if we make things work and we tie it all together, Lana, uh, sorry, Bobby, Bobby Lashley can benefit from having a manager, right? Then they start kissing. <laughs> and they kiss for... An awkward amount of time. Like they kissed and they stopped. I was like, okay, cool. And then they kissed again. And then Lana's leg was in the air. Then you notice that Lana's music is still playing. And it, Lana's music is a little bit soft porn. So you're like, okay. A, the kissing doesn't look legit. Because obviously there is no feelings between Bobby Lashley and Rusev. Uh, uh, Bobby Lashley and Lana. I'm sure there's feelings between Bobby Lashley and Rusev. And then to, to top it all off, you cut to Rusev who's just watching this. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure in a in a uh, aggressive arena, which is what pro wrestling is, if somebody started kissing my wife, I'd go beat them up. You know, that's what I'm allowed to do within this environment. And then I said this on What Culture Rest, on ups and downs. I don't mean, to, I don't like stealing it. I like, you, you tuning anyway, of course. But it's like someone backstage just went, bam, and smashed the 180 button because the lights go out. I'm guessing Rusev just bails. And the Bray, what the feed is beating up Seth Rollins. And then we get the laugh and Raw goes off air. And I remember thinking, okay, I love everything with The Fiend. I love him. I think he's one of the best creations WWE has had in years. But I was just thinking to myself, none of that made sense. That was too weird. It was too much for my brain. It was too, there was no parity. There was no balance. I don't mind it. Like I say, try things. It's good to try things and I respect it. It felt very Paul Heyman-like, which I respect too. But it doesn't mean I didn't sit there from an entertainment point of view being like, okay, I need to process this. I need to sit down, just let it rush through my brain. <laughs> it's just so strange it's just so out of nowhere it's so out of context let's do some super chat shout out to food matrix who says raw is in my hometown next week after hell in a cell should i go i think so especially with that brand new set and especially after hell in a cell they may be planning to do some crazy things i don't know how much tickets are obviously don't bankrupt yourself or anything like that but yeah if you've got the cash and finances are too tight right now i would say food matrix absolutely go i think you'll have a good time no matter what you think of wrestling or raw at wwe i should say i always find when i go to a wwe show i have a good time they do live events very well so uh yeah i would i, I would say i would say go uh my man anthony taggle says uh very nice super chat thanks man i appreciate that love you simon you're the best thing on youtube and this is for people that cannot donate anthony man what a lovely thing to do thank you man thank you for your kind words i mean that's a crazy thing to say best thing on youtube there's a lot on youtube uh, i will take that that's very kind of you man thank you so much thank you for watching thank you for donating thank you for supporting especially on this special day 
Third year anniversary of Simon Miller Media, which is the official name of my company. I'll have you know. I've got a story about that. I'll tell it. Uh, I'll tell it another day. But no, I really do appreciate it, man. Thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for being a good guy. Thanks for saying nice words. Another hand on the heart for you. Uh, always supporting too. Undead FB Goo in the super chat says, "I felt like I'd gone back in time with Raw, Jerry Lawler, Pyro, and the whole Bobby and Lana. Felt like Edge, Lita, and Matt Hardy. Well, yeah, it kind of did, to be honest. Um, it did kind of feel like that." It did. Like, Jerry Lawler, I thought, was okay. But I'm not going to lie. I, I think it, nostalgia is great, and some of the callbacks were awesome. But to me, I was much more excited for uh, Vic and... Oh, I can't even remember his name now. He's so new. Vic and the other guy. <laughs> That's how new the other guy is. I don't even know his name. Raw commentary team let's get it down now let's get it down now dio madden that's it dio so vic and dio vic and dio i was much more excited to see uh how those two would get along because i feel like it would have felt really really fresh and sometimes when i did hear jerry lawler speaking i was a bit like yeah it's kind of taking me out of it it kind of sounded a bit like a video game to me jerry lawler like he kept talking in two word sentences like they do on the games so we go championship match or we go like Rey mysterio you know like, there's no context there um, uh, shout out to Miguel Velar as well in the super chat. It says first donation for my nine years on YouTube. Wow, dude, I'll take that. Thank you so much, Miguel. My pleasure. My pleasure. I will take that any any day of the week. So look, okay. So we say going into a Bobby Lashley versus Rusev feud with Lana as Bobby Lashley's boy girlfriend, whatever. I guess I want to, I'm not going to criticize it too much because I need to see what the plan is. They may have a really good long-term angle for this. You know, we don't know. We really, really don't. I know I'm being optimistic and a half glass full. But the only thing that I feel is worrying about it is when we tried to do this two years ago, three years ago in the summer, whenever it was, when Rusev and Summer Rae got together and Lana got together with Dolph Ziggler, we had the same kind of emotions I think that many of us had with this which was, I don't understand. A, I don't know if there is a clamoring to see Rusev and Lana split up. I understand they're trying to make Rusev a sympathetic babyface. I don't think he needs it. I think he can be a badass babyface. But I don't think there's a clambering to separate those two. If you are going to separate those two, I'd just put Lana in the women's division. No matter what you think about that, I think that makes more sense. And at no point did I ever hear anyone going, what Bobby Lashley is missing is Lana as his girlfriend. Lana as his manager, different situation. But do you want to see Bobby Lashley and Lana kissing every week on Raw and SmackDown? Maybe we do. Maybe it gets you going. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. But it's it's it was the last thing I was expecting. I could have written down 72 different endings for Raw, and at no point when I've gone, oh, what will happen is this. So we will see. Very, very strange. Uh, the interesting thing as well is obviously Seth Rollins got his ass whooped by Bray Wyatt. Now, actually, when you look into the sentences, this isn't true at all, but it's always my feeling. My feeling is always that if whoever gets the upper hand on Raw then loses at the pay-per-view. And I've had a few people message me this week, to be fair, to say they don't want Bray Wyatt to win the Universal title because they don't think he needs it. They think he's more interesting without it. I mean, if you watch any of my stuff, you know I don't agree with that at all. I think we've got to go all in with Bray Wyatt. There's no holding back. I think if he loses or isn't able to walk away with the prize that he goes after, we are just back to Bray Wyatt version one. Shout out Matt Hardy, which is just a guy that comes up with these amazing segments and vignettes and promos and the characterization is awesome. But when push comes to shove and he gets in a wrestling ring, meh. It doesn't do anything, which sucks. But we'll have to wait and see, right? That, that, that's on Sunday, so it's uh, it, it's a completely different thing. Uh, we will have to... No, it's not. Someone says it's his wife, Simon, not girlfriend. I said Bobby Lashley's girlfriend. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is not married to Lana. Listen, listen. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just, it was just, it was, it was, it was crazy. 
It, if you liked it, fair play. Shout out to OP who says, have pounds, El Gainzo. I just ordered some new protein. Hell yeah, man. What did you go for? What did you get? Biz, it's, it's a, uh, what do you call it? It's a, uh, I can't think of the right word. It's a competitive market, the protein market right now. You can literally buy whatever you want. Any kind of like, make any kind of flavor. It's crazy. My man, Timothy Jones. In the super chat says, I was so excited when Raw started from seeing the Fiend in the signature to the theme song to the Pyro to the Brock Ray segment. But as the show went, so did my excitement overall thumbs in the middle. I think that's fair to a certain degree. Uh, I think it was a good show overall, but there were just certain. I mean, the problem was that a lot of the crazy stuff happened in that last hour. So, of course, you know, it's the same as anything. If you if I watch, if you watch this whole podcast and the, you, you really enjoy it for 45 minutes, and the last five minutes just sit here doing nothing, you're probably going to leave going, well, that was a crap podcast because that's what happens. Sometimes it is about the destination, not necessarily the journey. But, I mean, yeah, I love this, this. Everything that was new was great. I love that crazy LED entrance they got. I love Pyro. Uh, and yeah, the Brock Ray thing I thought was awesome. I mean, I don't know where we're going to go with this. Are we doing a Brock Lesnar versus Ray Mysterio feud? I'm not sure. But that, to me, made Brock Lesnar, even more so than he does already, come across like an absolute Viking. Do you know what I mean? He put him in the Viking Raiders. He came across like an absolute killer. I mean, he slammed the crap out of Ray Mysterio. But then when he turned his sights to Dominic, my word. And it was the fact as well, they were just throwing him around, just manhandling him. Like Dominic looked like a little, a little, a little kid, and he kept going back, and he kept going back. Look, Brock Lesnar d- did a devastating beating, which usually gets reactions from the crowd. Uh, so he usually gets sort of a positive reaction from the crowd because people love it. And he got booed, and he got called an asshole because that is how devastating it was. So you know, I, 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 I loved that. And what we do now on Friday, because to me, Brock Lesnar has to win that WWE title if they're going after this Fox audience who know who Brock is, and you may get some outside interest that way. But does Rey Mysterio get his get his revenge? Are we, do, we, do we do something where it's Rey Mysterio and um, Dominic versus Brock? Is Rey Mysterio going to jump to SmackDown and that will be Brock's first title challenger? And Kofi goes and does something else? There's so many questions, but unlike maybe Lana, Lashley and Rusev, they are questions that actually get you quite excited. Go, oh, maybe we're going to go here, maybe we're going to go there. Maybe Brock Lesnar is just um, free from the draft and he's just a guy that can go on any show. I don't mind that necessarily if he's not going to be on all the time. And when it comes to Brock Lesnar, we just want good feuds. But yeah, I thought that was tremendous. Um... And it's kind of weird because that kind of bookended the show, right? So it, it almost would have been better if we'd switched them around. If we'd had that Lana segment in the first um, part and then Brock Lesnar finished it, I actually think we'd have a, have a different perspective on Raw. But uh, I think, yeah, thumbs in the middle, I think is fair. I did enjoy it. And I love all the new stuff. I really, really do. But it was crazy. Shout out to Alex I in the super chat. He says, first donation on YouTube. That's two today. Thank you, Alex, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I love your content and positive attitude. Hell yeah, man. Do you think it was a missed opportunity for Bray to take out Flair and Hogan? Well, no, I guess not, because the plan now with Flair and Hogan is to do this thing in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel, which is very weird because it's like Survivor Series, which is going to happen like two weeks afterwards. If you don't know, yeah, I mean, that's why they were on Miss TV, Flair and Hogan. It's going to be Team Flair versus Team Hogan in Saudi Arabia because we always have to have legends and nostalgia at these Saudi shows, and clearly we've run out of people, and Hogan and Flair can't have a match. Although they teased that on Raw, and I almost had a heart attack and died. I was like, please do not do Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan in a match. Don't, as much as like, you know, a part of me wants to see it, Goldberg and Undertaker, with all due respect, are in far better shape. Not shape, but they're just younger and you know, haven't been ravaged by time as much as Hogan and Flair. I don't want to see anybody hurt themselves. And Ric Flair almost died like a year ago. I want Ric Flair to be wrapped in bubble wrap, not to be... T- not to be taking bumps. But yeah, so Team Hogan at the moment is Seth Rollins, the captain, and Rusev. Uh, 
And Team Flair is Randy Orton and Baron Corbin. So clearly Ric Flair is the heel in this situation. I don't mind the idea. I just think, you know, those Saudi shows are questionable and controversial at best, as we know. But you are right, Alex. At one point, I, well, at one point, I thought Bray Wyatt's role on this evening would be to take out Rey Mysterio, hence why the Ray-Seth match didn't go anywhere, or to take out Hogan or Flair. But I guess because he's knee-deep, this is the way I saw it afterwards, because he's knee-deep in a feud with Rollins, I guess why would he take out anybody else? He was only taking out legends to try and make a name for himself or try and get some whatever the word you want to use is. Now he's set his sights on Seth. I guess that actually makes more sense. So I, I maybe I praise WWE for their restraint in that regard. Maybe it's better if you are ever going to do it with Flair and Hogan to do that down the line. I was surprised though. I, was, I thought Rey Mysterio definitely. And if we don't do that, that's what Flair and Hogan are there for. But no, crazy odd Miz TV that was though. Really, really strange. Oh dear. But I, look, I said this on ups and downs. I'll say it here. I didn't think it was all great. I think it was 50-50. I think half was great, half was difficult to watch. But when you have a crowd that into it and you have Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan in the same ring and everybody's having fun, I think you've got to be a bit of a negative Nancy to be too down on it. You know what I mean? Uh, Food Matrix in the Super Chat says, Laura, Lawler reminds me of JR in AEW, just uninterested. I don't think it's that. I just think it's time passes everybody by. Um... And that's not saying that I think he's bad. Same with JR. I just think we move on. It's the same with everything. We move on. And when you're trying to sort of tie that into the... When you try and say, uh, sort of merge the old with the new, there's always going to be a bit of a disconnect. And I feel that's what we had with... with just my opinion. I would have much, much rather have had Vic and Dio doing their thing. I, I, you know, I know they're, they're still... Pardon the pun. They're still raw. But that's fine. Throw them at the deep end. They only get better. They are very good at what they do. And that was like a brand new commentary team to me, even when they were delivering the usual WWE lines. But then when Jerry Lawler is added to it, you're like, well, now I feel like I'm back 20 years ago. And maybe it's good that we just move around and move away from that altogether. Just my thought. Uh, where are we going next? There we are. Tom Talks Robinson Super Chat says, happy anniversary, bro. Here's too many years. Thanks, Tom, man. Thank you for always support. You're always popping up in the Super Chat. So thank you so much. Know that all that Super Chat money goes right into my business, right back into my personal projects. And I wouldn't be able to do any of this uh, without support like that, without pledges, without Super Chats, without followers on Twitter, without views, without subscribers. Uh, so yeah, if you're watching right now and you, you know, you're not in a financial place to support, it's all cool. Just give me a subscribe. That's all I ask. I'd appreciate it. Um, someone asked, where is the ups and downs for Raw? 2 p.m. BST. It's always been 2 p.m. BST since we started doing it. You've got 48 minutes. Uh, Timothy Jones in the Super Chat says, there are rumors of Ray having a big Mania match, maybe Ray versus Brock. Why the hell not, Timothy? Why? I'm all right with that. Like We're always looking for new ways to... Uh, you know, get over Brock at Mania without doing the same old thing. I'd watch Rey Mysterio versus Brock Lesnar. The only thing now is after that, surely Rey Mysterio has to win. And do you actually beat Brock Lesnar again? He's lost a lot recently. Not that it actually hurts him. But I'd be up for Rey Mysterio. But I want to see Rey versus Brock now. He attacked him. He attacked his kid. He cost him a Universal Championship match. He looked like an absolute, you know, warrior. I want to see it. I want to see that match. So let's make it happen, WWE. I mean, I don't think we will. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe before WrestleMania. But I'm certainly not against it. Again, I thought it was a great opening angle for Raw. A great way that if you were tempted in, that's probably why I assume Raw was there. If you were tempted in to watch Raw this week, and you see Brock Lesnar, who is a mainstream star in some ways, and then you see an angle like that, you are probably going to hang around for a little bit more than maybe you would have done otherwise. So in that sense, really good, really, really, really good sort of... Um uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Structuring 
by WWE. Uh, I thought it was... And then what did we go in for? Oh, we went into Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss. I get there. Nighttime Sky. Nighttime Sky in the Super Chat says, you're my role model and someone I want to be more like. Can I get a Shane McMahon? <laughs> Love you, Simon. First donation too. Well, that's very nice. I mean, that's humbling to say the least. Do you mean a Shane McMahon? We would do the wiggle. I hope so, because they gave it to you anyway. Uh, that's very kind, Nighttime Sky. Thank you so much. Another three first donations which means a lot to me as well. Um, well, if, if I, I, am, I am humbled to be your role model. Just be the best version of you you can be. That's what I always say to people. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with being nice. That's, you know, people, sometimes, sometimes people think being nice is, uh, is bad. No, it's not. Uh, my man Stan, always a supporter here on the podcast and the Patreon. Just had to pop in for a hand on the heart. Hand on the heart for Stan, who will be on the podcast this week. Pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure I got my calendar correct. And of course, if you join the Patreon, you can come on the podcast too. All the details as already discussed. Chicken salad. Good grief, chicken salad. And the super chat says, Hulk needs some winstrel to get those arms to 24 inches. Well, I mean, he's not as, uh, he's not as young as it used to be, chicken salad. And he is what now? Mid-60s, late-60s? I don't think he should be going on anabolic steroids. Just my thoughts. I know he did it in the past, but let's, uh, let's not do it again. <laughs> He's got it. It's just his catchphrase. It's his line. It's like, I don't think Ric Flair anymore is a jet wheeling, limousine riding son of a gun. Well, he probably is, but not as much as he once was. Frequently fly in the super chat. Uh, what's WWE's beef with marriage? Well, it is true. Uh, there's an amazing quote. It's doing the rounds right now. I've seen it before. I can't remember who put it out there, but it was a macho man quote who basically said, you know, never do an angle with your wife. I used to have a wife and then I did an angle with her. I don't have a wife no more. I don't think that's going to happen. I think today's wrestling world is far different to then. Um, I don't. I think Rusev and Lana will be fine. Uh, whether they like it or not, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that. But I guess... I guess it just makes for easy storytelling. If you know your audience already knows that Lana and Rusev are actually married in real life and that's then bled into the storyline and you want some kind of impact, you think, hey, we can just break those two up and people will understand. I do get it because what better way to create sympathy than your, your wife cheating on you, your husband cheating on you, somebody break. We could all understand that. Like it is a story. Uh, it's a story. Um, I'm coming words today. But it's a, you know, it's a, it's a tool you can use that most people will be able to understand because most people have been there. So, you know, that's, I, I get them doing that. It's just the, the execution on this one was a little bit odd. But we'll see. We'll, maybe it builds Rusev. Maybe it builds Bobby Lashley. Maybe it builds Lana. It's the best storyline of the year. I can understand why you think it wouldn't be, but we don't know. And then FBQ in the super chat says, busy week in wrestling, Simon. Hope you are ready, lol. I'm a bit, and I'm not entirely intimidated. I'm a bit apprehensive by it just because I got so used to my schedule and now it's changed. And of course, now my schedule is, and I'm not moaning about this at all, you know, but I'm just, you know, now Saturday mornings is, um, is an ups and downs day. And obviously most people do things on a Saturday uh, in terms of the, uh, you know, I know a lot of people work on Saturday as well. But yeah, it is going to be weird. It is going to be different, but hopefully it's going to be really good. I mean, in about, what, 48 hours, we're going to be upping those downs for AEW, which is just crazy to me. You know, it's the first time in 20 years since we've had a proper mainstream promotion on, on mainstream television. It's nuts. <laughs> it's absolutely nuts, Bernard. I was born ready. Born. My man, Sean Gearhorn, in the Super Chat, he says, How strong is Brock? Being able to hold up and slam Dominic into the ring post after missing getting him up for the F5, that man is an absolute beast. I know that that actually worked better, didn't it? That actually made it look better because it looked like it actually was manhandling him because he was. I, I don't know what happened there. There was a slip or somebody was out of position or whatever. 
and then Brock just just took control. He's, he's a freak, man. There are so many gifts and so many clips of Brock Lesnar throughout the years when you just look at him and you go, what an athlete. And he is. And I think that's why sometimes he gets a hard rap. I, he's one of my favorites ever of all time in terms of what he's able to do in the ring and what he's able to achieve and what he has done. I know he had that blip in the middle which soured him on a lot of wrestling fans because he just turned around and left. But if you go into sort of details about that, it sounds like it saved his life. Sound like he was going down a slippery slope anyway and more power to Brock Lesnar to be able to walk away from all of that and get himself into a happy place. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he, I, I think you can book people like Brock, but they need to back it up. And I don't, there are a few other people that would be able to do it. I think Brock Lesnar, ironically, is a beast. I love him. I, I think he's great. And if he wins the WWE title on Friday, I'm not going to be upset. I know not everybody feels that way, but I'm prepared for it. I think it probably makes sense. I think it's a good way to announce uh, WWE's arrival onto Fox. What a job they've been doing there as well, right? What a job they've been doing there. The advertising, how seriously they're taking it. WWE superstars popping up all over the place, not being treated like a joke. Maybe this is, maybe it does do something. It depends on the show quality, right? Obviously, The Rock got announced. The Rock is going to be on SmackDown on Saturday, which, uh, uh, Friday, sorry, I should say, which is, which is a big deal. That's going to get people to tune in. So if you can fashion a really good 120-minute show and make it feel like wrestling is the place to be, you're going to have a lot of eyes on it. And maybe you keep, even if you keep 50% of those eyes for the following week, that is a successful debut. I'm talking about the new fans. So yeah, it's an exciting time. Absolutely an exciting time. Uh, Nighttime Sky says <laughs> in the super chat, that's the Shane McMahon thing I was looking for. I don't even know where that started. It was just meant to be like being exasperated. Like, oh, Shane McMahon. But you have to overdo everything on camera. And now it's a thing. I like that it's a thing, though. I don't even mind Shane McMahon that much. <laughs> I think he was overused, but I don't mind him. V. Brandt in the Super Chat says, My sons and I are going to Stevenage, a couple of miles away from home, and seeing Sean Spears versus MJF. How lucky are we? Cheers, WWE. It's an amazing backfire. Of course, that's um, South... Uh, I can't remember their name now, even though I've talked to them loads of times. Southside Wrestling. Or, sorry, I can't remember your name. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, of course, we were meant to book a bunch of the WWE UK guys. They got pulled. I actually think when you find out the reason, I'm not going to talk about it here, but when you find out what their apparent reasonings were, you kind of go, okay, I kind of understand. I'm not going to get involved in those kind of politics. But AEW being the cool dudes they are, yeah, MJF's going to go in there and so is Sean Spears. And there's no two ways about it now. They are proper big stars. If we're going to take All Elite Wrestling as a big company, they are too notable wrestlers from that promotion they count it was really cool you'll enjoy that a lot i think let me know where it goes let me know what you think of the show uh given that's the um the, the last show they're doing before rev pro kind of takes over i think it will be something special indeed one of those shows you kind of want to be on right i was like oh, i'd like to be on the show you know i have no affiliation with those guys whatsoever uh but yeah enjoy it that would be absolutely awesome it's a great uh, bunch of guys on there anyway a great roster and I think Cody and Brandy are going to be there as well. Not wrestling, but just appearing. Oh, you have a great time. The crowd will be so fired up for that. Let me know, let me, let me know how, you, uh, how you get on. I think that's going to be really, really cool. Uh, my man Matt Moore in the Super Chat says, Miller, my man, I'm having an awful day at work. Roll on half five when I can go home and catch up with the stream and ups and downs. Hope you're well, my friend. Well, Matt, we all have those days. I understand. I had one of them myself recently. We won't get into it. Um, I'm just glad the stream and ups and downs can cheer you up a little bit. And always remember that uh, work doesn't define you. Work isn't the be all and end all. That's just something you do to earn to make some cash. You know, it's, uh, there's a disconnect there. But I totally get it, man. Like some days you just, it just all tips, you know, it all tips down and you're like, man, that sucks. But that's why I feel quite privileged to be able to do what I do. Little tangent. Uh, you know, I never actually think of it like that, Matt, at the time. I just uploaded videos. And I just do this because I enjoy doing it and I move on. 
But to know that someone like your good self looks forward to it and that you're willing to, you know, to throw some money in the Super Chat too, that's really nice of you, dude. So thank you so much. I'll continue to do what I do as long as people want to see it. And messages like that make me believe that they do. So you get a fist in the air as well and you get a hand on the heart. Half eight, it's only, what, is it four hours? Three hours. Three hours. No, we're going half one, half two, four hours. Whoops, sorry. Four, <laughs> four hours to go. I didn't mean to uh, speed it up. Frequently Fly says, I'm going to Dynamite tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes. Please do. In fact, if anybody is going to that or the SmackDown show, get in touch. I'd love a, a bird's eye perspective or an on the ground perspective, I should say. I enjoy Frequently Fly. Now, no matter what happens, good show, bad show, indifferent show, show doesn't go to plan. It's still something we'll all talk about. It's historic. You know, in my head, it's like the, the brand new Nitro in terms of someone actually stepping up to compete with WWE. And it's going to be cool. I think there's quite a lot of tickets there out now. The scalp is kind of screwed up, which is why you shouldn't scalp. Well, you shouldn't be a scalper anyway, but you know what I mean. But yeah, enjoy, man. Let me know what you think. Crazy week all round. Stalker UKCG just threw some money in the super chat, but he still gets a hand on the heart. Thank you for that, my friend. Like I say, all funnels back through uh, the podcast. And Rob Bunt in the super chat says, Hey, Simon, thoughts on Seth and Bray's dark matches? Well, when it comes to dark matches, I'm not really fussed because I think they're there to use. They're, they're like an experiment. They're a testing ground. They don't count for canon. They are just there for the live crowd. And I understand in 2019, we can all talk about them and share them on social media. But that's just something we have to wink and nod. Much like, you know, I'm sure we'll see a, a video of Lana Rusev going out shopping. We just have to ignore it. It sucks, but whatever. It does. I don't really care. So, you know, if they want to try stuff out, it, it all depends. If, if, if the dark matches then lead into what they do at the pay-per-view, you're like, oh my gosh, they were actually going to do that. Then, yeah, sure, I'll be a bit like, meh. But... You know, I, I saw some people saying they didn't even like the fact that Bray Wyatt was having dark matches. He still has to wrestle. He still needs to keep his uh, his ring work up, his skill, his quality. And you can only do that within, you know, with, with, by having matches and stuff. So I'm all right with it. I know that the one that I've seen is Seth Rollins hits Bray Wyatt with like five curb stomps. And Bray Wyatt keeps getting up. Now, I would love to see something like that. I don't even mind on the fourth and fifth one if the Fiend is a little bit woozy. That's cool too. But I absolutely would love a uh, predicament where Seth just can't keep him down and then Bray Wyatt wins. I think it'd be absolutely badass. I think it'd be absolutely brilliant. Uh, we'll talk about this more later in the week and we'll certainly talk about this more afterwards. But I can't, I can't fathom a world where Bray Wyatt isn't champion next week. But it may not happen. Nothing's a guarantee. So no, I've been okay with them, Rob. But I know like, a few people are... Are, uh, are, are, are confused uh, about what the, what the plan is. Uh, right, we haven't, I want to talk about Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss. What was this? <laughs> it's not their fault. Uh, and admittedly, I went a bit overboard for ups and downs to make it more fun. But I will say, with my critique hat on, or my critique hood as it is today, in what world should anybody ever lose because somebody calls out a fake person's name? I know Bailey is real, but in terms of her being at ringside, she was not there. And Alexa Bliss knew she was not there. And Banks was so over the top with it. She went, Bailey. And it was like, Burr. And then she got kicked in the leg and she lost. Like, it's just, you know, I, it was, oh man, it was too much for me, that one. That, that was too, sometimes things just get to me. I don't like being over the top because it's just people doing their jobs and it's not the end of the world. But I was absolutely baffled by that. I didn't, and also, what a crutch it is to have a women's tag team championship. You either have no program, no feud, or you lose all the time. That's what it means to be women's tag team champion. So we've been around since February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Eight months. And already it feels like an absolute stupidest title in the world. Because they don't do anything. It's crazy. It's such a crazy, crazy match. There was so much craziness. The Lana Rusev stuff, crazy. Hogan Flair stuff, crazy. It's good, good bits crazy and bad bits crazy. 
But Sasha Banks yelling out someone's name and winning a match, crazy. Lacey Evans, Natalia, crazy. All that week's build up and then she just wins in two minutes. <laughs> why do we do it? I don't get why we do it. That's the kind of a, that's indicative of WWE when sometimes they don't plan long term. It's uh, you know, you just you you get to a point you're like, oh man, they're probably going to put one on Raw and one on SmackDown. So they're like, ah, oh, sugar, we'll have to we'll have to just get this done. But we've been watching it for a month, and how much they hate each other. I mean, Natalia was just beating her up too. Oh, it's funny. It makes me chuckle sometimes, wrestling. Uh, Michael W in the Super Chat says, did you like Cesaro's outfit? Well, I kind of did because he, I don't know what the reason for it was, but if you didn't know you were going to be, you weren't going to be wrestling, you wouldn't be in your ring gear. You know, you would, you would just be in street gear. How good is Cesaro as well? I didn't mind that match. While it does suck that Cesaro always loses, and while that match was really, really short, I just think those two have such good chemistry. I really, like, same with AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. I was convinced that Cedric Alexander was going to win, that AJ was going to go to SmackDown. That way we keep the US title on Raw. Completely wrong. I don't know what the plan with Cedric Alexander is now, but I'm a little bit worried. But I did, I loved that match. Both those matches I thought was really fun to watch, especially with the new commentary teams, the new sets and all of that. It just worked for me. It really, I don't know what it was. I, just, I was really happy when I was watching them. It's a strange thing. Salisto in the super chat says, what are the odds that you became self-employed on Rusev Day? Happy Rusev Day. That's brilliant, Salisto. That's one of my favorite super chats. Uh, they're all my favorite, but that's, that's a really good one. I know. Can you believe that I decided to go self-employed on Rusev Day? It's like I knew. It's like I knew. And yeah, if you are just tuning in, a couple of things. A, please subscribe if you just stumbled across this. But also, yeah, three years today is when I left my sort of full-time job. It was my full-time job. I was working for a video game website. And I decided I was going to become self-employed and try and, and gather up more opportunities. So far, touch wood, so good. And a huge reason for that is everybody watching now. I, I, I double, who cares? I'll say it again. Anyone that follows me on Twitter, anyone that follows me on Instagram, again, you know, viewers, subscribers, patrons, super chat people, it all comes together to allow me to do this. So I bow my head to you and I say thank you so much. Thank you so much for letting me do this thing that I love so much. It, um, it means the world to me, which is why I always put a tweet out there on my anniversary of doing it every year because I didn't know what was going to happen. I really, really didn't. I had no idea. I was terrified. It's a scary thing to do. But to be able to sit here now in October in 2019 with a bunch of lights on this laptop with this camera and this microphone and actually have an audience, humbling, man. I tell you, humbling. And, uh, and long may it continue. So that's it. That was mostly Raw. I mean, they, they were the highlights. Um, you know, The Rock going to SmackDown was massive news. That broke yesterday. Uh, my dream is that Eric Rowan beats him up to get revenge for WrestleMania 32. <laughs> I'd absolutely love that. I think it would be, uh, it would be great. I think it's going to happen. I presume he just can Because the thing is, it's only a two-hour show. And we've got The Rock. We've got Hulk Hogan. We've got Ric Flair. We've got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think Bret Hart's on it. I mean, so many people. And we need to get the we need to have time for Kofi Kingston versus Lesnar. We need to have time for Shane McMahon versus Owens. And there's uh, the four horsewomen having the tag team match too. So we can't we can't spend too long on the Rock. Don't forget at WrestleMania 32, he took about 42 hours to come to the ring after setting his name on fire. So we do need to uh, we do need to, to it can't be overly done. So I'm intrigued to see what he's going to do. Maybe it's not, maybe it's just a quick two minute thing. He comes out and goes, yep. Thanks. But I think it's good he's on the show. Never forget that SmackDown is named after The Rock, which is a crazy thing when you think about it. You know, he's, he's layer for SmackDown. 
or lay the smack down. That's what he used to say. And he had a video game series, and it was madness. Absolute madness. Shout out to Undead FBG in the super chat. He said, did you watch Being the Elite yesterday? Now I'm two episodes behind now. But don't worry, I'm going to watch them all tomorrow was my plan. If I watch both of them before uh, AEW Dynamite, at least I'm caught up. Although, again, a small part of me doesn't want to watch them at all now. to Because I think the majority of people that watch Dynamite probably won't watch BTE. And I don't know which camp I should be in, but I'll just watch. Um, I'll just watch everything. Also, for the people saying, "Why aren't you doing Impact? Why aren't you doing MLW? Why aren't you doing this?" It's simple. I need a life. I love wrestling. It's really good, and it's been good to me. I can't watch everything. If I watch everything, a it'll be too much, and you'll get sick of me. I get sick of me sometimes. But also, like I'll start to hate wrestling because I will have seen so much, but like, ah, I can't be bothered anymore. But don't worry, you're still going to get, like I say, Tuesdays Raws, Thursday AEW. Uh, Saturday Smackdown and this technically week not really Monday's Hell in a Cell loads going on absolutely loads right let me get my news feed up to make sure yeah we talked about Crown Jewel Team Hogan versus Team Flair bizarre uh, AEW's now got a deal in Canada I think it's TSN it's going to air on so WCW is truly back that starts tomorrow as well so awesome news for Canadians they are going to be able to watch AEW from day one and I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. I, I, I'm not going to talk about all the Ring of Honor stuff because, I, well, I'm not going to lie. Anytime I start talking about Ring of Honor stuff, no one really listens, <laughs> which is true. So, yeah, I think that is kind of everything. I will say shout out to my man, AJ Kirsch, who went and got, um, got a gig being MLW's uh, commentator. I think he's the color commentator of MLW. Good guy, AJ Kirsch. Met him when I was first doing wrestling podcasting back on Ministry of Slam. Uh, he's also gone to do work with WWE 2K20. He won a competition with The Rock for doing promos. He was on Tough Enough. You know, he's done loads of stuff and now he's going to be a color commentator for MLW. Just shout out to AJ Kirsch. Uh, Eddie Webb in Super Chat says, you and AEW are the best. Thanks. I'll take that. I'll be put on par with AEW. I don't even know what to expect from that show. I know they've announced a bunch of matches, and I know the intro came out as well. And it's a cool intro because, again, it's quite a throwback. It almost sounds a bit like Raw, uh, which is the best Raw theme song ever, as we know. Some people watching this probably don't even know what that is, which is terrifying. Just now it used to say something like, uh, Raw is war, a thorn in your eye. (laughs) But no one could actually ever work out what the lyrics were because this was a time before Google when you could just type it in. But... The cool thing about all elite wrestling, and I mean this in a positive way, is if you you may watch this genuinely could happen. I'm not I'm not being a fanboy. I'm not taking sides. I want everyone to do well, and I want I hope AEW does 10 million viewers. I think that'd be the best thing ever. But you may watch it and say to yourself, you know what? I prefer how WWE does things, and that's fine. And you may watch AEW and go, you know what? This is how I want wrestling to be presented, and that's fine. I just want everyone to be successful. I want everyone to grow. Uh, I think that's just better all around. It's better for the wrestlers. It's better for the fans. Like WCW dying was no good thing. That wasn't enjoyable. A, it sucked because loads of people lost their jobs, especially in terms of non-wrestling people, sort of behind the scenes crew. But also it did create a monopoly in pro wrestling. And, you know, from 2001 onwards, it is when we saw a decline. That's not even WWE's fault. When most people get a monopoly, it is harder to, to keep your A game on when you're not having anybody else snapping at your toes. And things have to go in cycles it's the same with football right if you watch the manchester united arsenal game last night the big takeaway was arsenal and manchester united aren't the clubs they once were uh, talking soccer from my american friends that may not follow it but and it, so it happens everywhere you can't stay on top forever because it's not realistic so what i'm hoping that happens here is that wwe gets a good show eight and look raw and smackdown too but we'll focus on raw because it just happened raw has been a decent show over the last two and a half months three months doesn't mean there aren't bad things you can extrapolate from it 
But, you know, when you remember where we were a year ago, end of 2018, and everyone was just so fed up and bored of Raw, now it's actually quite fun. At least stuff like the, the Rusev Lana Bobby Lashley angle puts a smile on her face and gets us talking. And I, I think now WWE are quite good. If something is flopping, they just scrap it anyway, which is good. I'm happy for you to try I'd always rather they rounded it off with something else, uh, with a story. Sometimes they just drop it entirely. But uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I think every. I don't know what AEW is going to do, but I think WWE is okay right now. I really, really. Do. So if AEW can come along and give me something that's a bit alternative, but also a fun watch. Same with NXT. Like say, same with NXT. Same with Impact. I don't get to watch as Impact as much as I would want to now because there's too much wrestling. And my, you know, don't burn yourself out is my big thing. I think pick and choose your favorites makes much more sense. But, uh, yeah, you know, NXT was really, really good. I know NXT last week was a little bit lackluster, purposefully so, because they want to build to this Wednesday where they're going commercial for limited commercials as they run head-to-head -head with AEW. I don't even worry about that. We've talked about this before, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's irrelevant which one you watch, really, because you're going to DVR it anyway. I know everybody wants live because DVR makes adverts worthless, and really that's all these about. It's about selling adverts. But... You can watch AW, you can watch WWE, you can watch SmackDown on Thursday if you want. It's up to you. If you want to record it and wait, you can. Um, but we will see. It's going to be a really, really interesting week. In around about a month, two months, this will all be commonplace. And then we'll get a real good of idea of how, we are, how we're moving forward. But of course, we've got the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view on Sunday as well. Oh my gosh. Of all the weeks... Of all the of all the weeks for this to for this to happen, it is uh, it is a surprising it is it is a surprising one. Uh, MGB, you have just thrown you just donated some money. Thankfully, it has come up this time. It didn't come up last time. Shout out to my MGB who has just thrown some money. There's a link in the description where you can just throw money in. Says, hey Simon, I thought Raw was good. As an Australian, I'm angry with WWE screwing fans for NXT with the one day delay, making people not care to watch the show or to pirate it. Excuse me. Do you think the NXT will get their deal with Foxtel before AEW gets a deal? Um, no. I think the fact that... Cause the same over here, right? We don't get NXT on TV. We have to wait till Thursday. Uh, and I just don't think WWE care. Because AEW... It, you can watch it on Fight Plus, obviously. But AEW doesn't technically air over here in the United Kingdom till Sunday or Monday. I assume it's going to be similar kind of timings with Australia. And I think likely people would just watch it on Thursday because it's easier. I know people pirate things. I wouldn't do it. I just... Not me. I don't, I don't like doing stuff like that. Um, but I think the majority of people won't do that. And the majority of people just go, okay, I'll just watch NXT on Thursday. And WWE's predominant audience is always going to be America. That's their home base. That's where the most people watch. So no, I, under, I kind of understand it, but it still sucks. It's also because we live in this on-demand culture, right? With Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus coming and Apple Plus. You know, we just expect to be able to watch these things. But there is still, you know, that's why $2 billion were paid to WWE. That's why AEW's on TNT. They're looking for live programming that people want to watch. So that's where all these issues have come from. Otherwise, they could just put it live whenever the hell they wanted. But um, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. It's going to be, like I say, a really, really interesting time. There's no way to predict what's going to happen. And going through the news again. Yep, AEW secures a Canada TV deal. As Lance Storm that posted it, the Randy Savage thing. Lance Storm posted, Randy Savage gave me advice once about working an angle with my wife. Quote, I did an angle with my wife one time and I ain't got a wife no more. End quote. A lot of people talking about pyros, as you should. Pyro is great. I know it doesn't make the show better or worse from a storyline point of view. But still absolutely awesome. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. I love it. I think it makes the show so much more fun. It makes it feel special. It makes it feel, you know, 
like a big deal. Like it really, really does. Uh, other than that, no. There's, everyone is just talking about that raw thing. That, that I like. I like the new stage as well, as it just popped up on my feed. I thought it was great. Now, everyone is literally just talking about raw. Raw, 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 which obviously leads into... And I don't think we're going to see anything Seth Rollins or Bray Wyatt on SmackDown. We may do. So that feud is now wrapped up before we get to uh, Hell in a Cell. I don't know which way it's going to go. I really don't. I think that Seth has to lose and Bray has to win, but that's just some guy, some bald guy with his hood up right now saying these things. It doesn't mean that, uh, that, it, that it's going... To, I don't know what the plan is. Don't forget, Braun Strowman was off TV this week as well, which I massively respect, uh, selling the injuries from Bray Wyatt, which is awesome. That's great. And also, it's really good because if he does interfere at Hell in a Cell, which I really hope he doesn't, but I fear he will and ruin everything, at least we did um, we did that Kane thing where you kind of dial down the anticipation just a little bit to make people forget and focus on the match, which adds to the surprise. Six days. Six days until I worry WWE is about to piss lots of people off. Michael W. in the Super Chat says, Hey, Simon, are you excited about the Joker movie? You know I am. Uh, it sounds incredible. I, I've only seen, a, obviously, a couple of trailers and read a couple of reviews. But it sounds like Joaquin Phoenix has smashed this out of the park to the point, you know, he may have made that role his own. So I'm definitely going to see it out on Friday or Thursday, I think. Um, I think. Some idiot saying that I'm bald. Hilarious. Hilarious when people say that. The thing about saying that I'm bald is, one, I don't care. I've come to terms with that a long time ago. Also, I didn't, I didn't choose to be bald. It's just mother nature. My dad's bald. My brother's bald. My granddad was bald. You'll probably go bald for saying it. That's usually how life works. It's bald, isn't it? There are far more important things than here. Uh, right, so we've got about 10 minutes before we shall all jump over to What Culture Wrestling to watch Raw Ups and Downs, or you can join me, should you so wish. So let's open up to a little bit of Q&A. You can throw your questions in the comments, but of course, if you do a Super Chat question, they are the only ones to be 100% answered. That's what Undead FB Goo has done. And she says, if Bray doesn't win, I will sulk for at least a month. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. There's nothing to stop him winning. There's no you know, common sense storyline or anything that's going on in the ether that Seth Rollins needs to win that belt. It doesn't hurt self by losing, but it does hurt Bray Wyatt by not winning. So 100%, for me anyway, just my opinion, I think The Fiend has to be universal champion. If you think, oh, he's going to look weird with the belt, well, who cares? I don't care. That's the situation we find ourselves in. That is, uh, that is what we need to do. Uh, who's your favorite AEW tag team? Well, the Young Bucks would be in there, but I think Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are the, the people of the hour, right? I mean, I mean, like that a lot. Excited for the cave. You know I am. Uh, October the 12th up in Sheffield. I am indeed wrestling in a cave. So make sure you come along to Breed Wrestling if you can. I'm going to be in the scramble match. What's your favorite WWE tag team? At the moment, probably Heavy Machinery, I would say. I love Otis and Tucker. I think they're great. Eddie Webb. In the super chat said, why wasn't Braun's picture up in the funhouse? Well, I think that's all tying in, Eddie. I don't think that there's any, there's no, uh, there's no misinformation in the Firefly funhouse. So I presume that is going to tie into something. So I'm now convinced the fact we didn't see Braun on Raw, that we will see him on Sunday, which I don't want. But that's why I think in, in Bray's head, maybe he hasn't taken him down properly. And that will tie into a thing. So that was a good spot. And that's why those Firefly Funhouses are so good. By the way, those Firefly Funhouses, both on TV and the bits you didn't see, were getting popped every time they were teased. Everyone loves that stuff, which is amazing. But yeah, I would, I would guess that's why that story, uh, that story is not over. Simon, what did you do when you first became self-employed? I tried to get as many contracts as I could. So I did What Culture. I still did a bit of work for Video Game, which where I left. I set up my Patreon. I was doing a few hosting gigs. I just worked my ass off, and I just tried to... Uh, 
I tried my best. Are we going to get Ziggler versus Goldberg again? No. If you saw the Instagram clip, that was just done to get people talking as we are as we are doing now. Do you think the rumor WWE are trying to clear Sting for Sting versus Take a Crown Jewel has any merit? No, I don't. I think if they were going to do that, we wouldn't need Team Hogan versus Team Flair. That's the only reason that's been done. They needed some legends. You can't have Flair and Hogan wrestle, but you can have them be team captains. Shout out to Christopher Hunt in the super chat who has just thrown some money in there. Much appreciated, Christopher Hunt. Thank you so much. Uh, are we going to get another Wyatt family? No, I, I, I don't think you want to go back to that now. It's too tainted. Uh, I think Rowan and Harper are doing their own thing. The Fiend doesn't need anybody else, so I certainly wouldn't uh, go back to that. Favorite Hell in a Cell match ever? It's the first one. Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. 97, Bad Blood. I'd love everything about it. It's brutal. It was new. It was different. The Kane ending was superb. It just all tied in. Um, I don't think it will ever be top now because it's always, again, here's my phrase, the case of the law of diminishing returns. Once you've seen it once, you get used to it and then it's difficult to try and top that. The King of the Ring 98 one between Taker and Mankind would probably be close second, real close. But that's so hard to watch these days because I feel so sorry for Mick Foley and his, uh, and his boar body. Uh, will The Fiend attack The Rock? Not in a million years. Uh, what is happening with this CM Punk return thing? Well, we talked about this yesterday on yesterday's show. Uh, it just, I mean, look, it's all rumors and speculation, but it certainly seems as if he went to audition for WWE Backstage, which is Fox's uh, supplementary show, and they're thinking about hiring him. And if they do, it would mean that CM Punk is back with the WWE, but hired by Fox, which is a nuts situation when you think about it. But we will see what happens. I think if that happens, I think we're only a stone's throw away from him being back in the ring because that's all fans are going to ask anyway. And I think Fox would understand that and they wouldn't want to piss off the fan base too much. And it means a lot of people were right. A lot of people said that maybe Punk ends back in WWE. My point is Punk can do whatever the hell he wants. If he wants to go back, great. If he doesn't, great. If he wants to wrestle, great. If not, great. I don't spend my nights um, uh, thinking about it too much. Uh, why are there only three matches confirmed for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? Because they're focusing on Raw and SmackDown. Don't worry, a bunch will be announced this week as they always as they always are. Uh, Frequently Flight in the Super Chat says, I was 11 live at that Kane Taker Hell in a Cell match. Wow, man. The Kane Taker one. You mean the, the, the 97? Have Kane and Taker themselves ever fought in a Hell in a Cell match? I don't think so. They probably have. If you mean the Shawn Michaels-Kane-Taker match, that is a hell of a match to be at. Genuinely one of my favorite matches ever, not just in the Hell in a Cell. It is absolutely brilliant. If you haven't seen it, you should absolutely go and watch it. It is, uh, it is brilliant. Lots of people talking about bicep peaks in the, in the chat, which reminded me how funny was it when the, the, you heard the ambulance siren during Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. I thought, I know other people have used it, I thought Scott Steiner was back. That's what I thought. I thought Scott Skyner has come back to the WWE. Never happening in a million years. Where would you like to see Kane Velasquez end up? Wherever. I know he's been having chats with WWAW, but it's such a crazy story that amazing MMA UFC fighter is also good at wrestling. I don't care where he ends up. I can watch both. So uh, it's all good. Oh, frequently fly in the Super Chat. Said, Mankind Taker. What did I read it as? Oh, you put Kane. You, yeah, you, are you at Mankind Taker? Oh, man. I can only imagine what it must have been like to see Mick Foley thrown off the top of the cell live because we've never seen anything like that at the time oh, it was just crazy just absolutely crazy that's a great one to go to there are a few like i'd say wrestlemania 13 Hart austin is one of them hogan rock wrestlemania 18 and then yeah that king of the ring 98 cell match absolutely uh, are you excited for impact yes impact's a great show it's just hard to watch because i have to watch so much wrestling already what if shane mcmahon feuds with punk will never happen in a million years he wouldn't come back from that uh why do you not think the fiend can attack the rock because the rock's too important and The Rock is never going to get attacked by anybody again unless he's going to have a match with them and he's not going to have a match anytime soon. He's too big. The Rock is bigger than WWE. It's true. 
Whether we want to believe it or not, The Rock is bigger than WWE. Uh, Shane versus Punk at WrestleMania. No. Do you think Jack Swagger will ever have a train of fun? Or do you think the world will ever be put to rights? That's my man, Lawrence. It's Voodoo Vegas. Shout out to Voodoo Vegas in the chat as well. Good rock band. You should check them out. And that's my man, Lawrence, who I've known for, for many a year. Yeah, if you remember the Jack Swagger's train of fun. Actually, we should talk about Jack Swagger. Because the rumor is that he may do a surprise debut on AEW Dynamite, which I wouldn't be against at all, you know. I think Jack Swagger is one of those guys that would fit in well. He'll have crossover appeal because he's also working for Bellator. And I never really think he was given his, um, his due in, in WWE, or at least it kind of felt like it was mismanaged. So I'd absolutely be up for being Jack Swagger. But yeah, that is the rumor. That is the rumor. So uh, we will... Uh, that would be a cool surprise, I think. Are you going to see SM2? That's the Metallica thing. Of course, I've got tickets. I'm going to see it whenever it is this week, I think, at some point. Are you looking forward to SmackDown? Yes, I'm looking forward to everything this week. I was looking forward to Raw. I'm looking forward to AEW. And I'm absolutely looking forward to SmackDown because I think it's going to be a big deal. Um, hey, Simon, how come you like saying if someone put a gun to my head? It's just an old phrase. It's been around for years. I didn't come up with it. Favorite Triple H match ever? Uh, either Raw Rumble 2000 against Cactus Jack. Or I like his SummerSlam match with The Rock, SummerSlam 98, I believe, the ladder match. There'll be other ones I'm not thinking about. I like The Rock versus Triple H in the Iron Man match at Judgment Day, but that's when The Undertaker comes back as Biker Taker. And we all know my thoughts on him. Is John Cena 100% done wrestling full-time? Yep, he'll never come back full-time, doesn't need it. He is a movie star now, and that's a lot lighter on his body. Um... Where am I going? Am I the only one that thinks Lesnar attacked Ray so he can enter on Friday and cost Brock his chance at the title? Easy way to keep the belt on Kofi. The problem there is you've got baby faces screwing over the heel, which would be ridiculous. And also, it's just better for business if Brock Lesnar wins on a Fox show. So, could happen. Could happen. But I, I don't think it is. Uh, do you see The Rock putting... Uh, no, no. The Rock's not putting anybody over. I, the, Rock is the, the Rock doesn't need to put anybody over. WWE needs The Rock. The Rock doesn't need WWE. Are you ready for John Morrison's WWE return? Yep, I like John Morrison. I think he's brilliant. Uh, I would use him far better than he has been used in the past on WWE. I think he's great. What do you rate tonight's Raw out of 10? Up out of 10. I don't use numbers. I use ups and downs. Uh, did you see Keith Lee and Dominic Splash, uh, Dominic Dodovac Spanish Fly? I did. As Keith, uh, Keith, about probably three or four years ago, I tweeted out, I'd just seen Keith Lee. And I tweeted out, this guy is amazing. And I stand by that. He's, he's an incredible talent. He's an absolute in incredible talent. Uh, will we see a stunner on Friday? No. I would overshadow things too much. Oh, well, yeah, you could do. Maybe, maybe. But I think all of those legends are going to be very... It's going to be more like WrestleMania moments where they're there fleetingly. Because they only have a two-hour show. And you've got to get The Rock on it. Uh, it's going to be too much. And last but not least, Christopher Lunt, who gets in there with a the super chat. Thank you so much. What would your pyro be? Can see you with a Catherine wheel. I'd take that. Or Randy Orton's golden shower. Terrible term, but it's true. Any pyro would be good by me. If I get pyro, I, I want pyro. Even if it's just sort of sparklers coming out. That would be fine. And Silence is her weapon zero. Simply says, what a way to end. In the super chat, Ruru deserves better. Ruru does deserve better, Silence. You're 100% correct. And on that note, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, in two minutes' time, or basically when we end here, head over to What Culture Wrestling. Make sure you give them subscribe. Join me live in the chat for ups and downs for Raw. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot to say. I've just realized it may actually be a bit delayed. I haven't checked my phone, but I was massively, massively late in getting it to fill today because Premiere Pro failed to export that mother 10 times. But either way, head over to What Culture now. Keep refreshing until it does pop off. It's my fault. Such is life, such is technology. We deal with these things as best as we can. 
But again, thank you so much for watching. If you haven't subscribed, please do smash the subscribe button. Lifeblood of the channel. I can kind of vaguely see 100,000 subscribers. I mean, we're miles away, like 17,000 away. But still, it's in the distance. So that's a new goal of mine for the rest of the year, if that is so possible. But screw all of that. The main thing is thank you for supporting. Thank you for watching. If you didn't watch, I wouldn't be able to do any of this, be it on my own channel, What Culture, or whatever. I massively appreciate it. If you're in the Milton Keynes area tomorrow, come down to Unit 9 where somehow I'm taking on David Starr in a wrestling match. That is absolutely terrifying. And of course, everything is sponsored by PinsandKnuckles.com. Pins and Knuckles, good merchandise store. You should check them out right now. Just search for Pins and Knuckles or PinsandKnucklesMerch.com if you want to check out an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt. And you can check out more of my merchandise at SimonMiller.BigCartel.com. Again, you all rock. Thank you so much. We'll do another one. I don't know when we'll do the other one this week. There's no point doing one tomorrow. There's no wrestling. We'll do another one this week. When, I don't know. But in the meantime, you take care of yourselves. As Jerry Springer used to say, you take care of each other.